1: Welcome to the Art of Decluttering podcast. We're your
0: hosts. I'm Amy Ravel from Simply Organised. And I'm Kirsty Frugia from Feels Like Home. We can't wait to share with you all our tips and tricks to help you declutter and keep your home and family organised. To hang out with us more, check out the Art of Decluttering on Facebook and Instagram. And we'd love you to check out our website, outofdecluttering.com.au and see all that's happening over there. Let's Let's get started. Today's episode is all about containers. And look, let's be honest, people probably thought that this episode would come maybe episode three or four. Yeah, probably. Like, surely we're a decluttering and organizing podcast. We're going to talk to you about containers in an episode of its own. Surely. Surely. So, Kes, why have we held off until now? Great question, Amy. Why have we held off till now? <laughs> well, we've held off. <laughs> She's like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I kind of know. I think I know. Yeah, because I think I I know the answer. We talked about doing this one like forever ago. And we were like, we don't want people to think that containers are the answer. Because they're totally not. They're not. They're not the answer, but they're a a key component once you've done the decluttering. Yes. Because just in case you have not
1: heard it from us before, declutter first. Declutter, declutter, declutter. Declutter, declutter. Declutter, declutter, declutter. Containers are not the answer to your problem.
0: Most of the clients we end up working with, Kirst, we end up throwing out, not throwing out, but like ending up with empty containers, don't we? Uh, totally. Because people think, oh my gosh, i put too much stuff, it's everywhere, it's disorganized. I know what'll fix it. A trip to Target, Kmart, Bunnings, The Op Shop, $2 store. Yeah. The Dollar Tree. Yeah. Anywhere. Anyway. That'll fix it, won't it?
1: Yep. And some people are amazing at being organised. They just organise way too much stuff. Yeah. Because actually the solution is to declutter and have what you actually need rather than an abundance.
0: So this was totally me. This was totally me eight years ago. The most organised person. I could tell you with ridiculous accuracy where everything was in my house. Everything had a system. I knew where everything was. Every wardrobe was packed like there was no tomorrow. Like was with like great matching containers, <laughs> labels, but I had just too much crap. I had so much stuff I didn't need. Yeah. And I see
1: this all the time, even with even with clients who ring up and they're just like, uh, oh, Kirsty, I'm feeling overwhelmed. And I had one client this week that I walked into her house and I was like, wow, you are amazingly organized. You have a system in place for everything, but I can see why you're still overwhelmed because the organizing of your stuff hasn't helped, It's yes. not the solution. And she's like, oh, yes. And I was like, you, you don't need a bigger house. You don't need a bigger you you don't need more containers. Mm-hmm. You actually need to let some of your excess go because I could see very quickly that she actually had access to mm. her needs, like excess to her needs. <laughs> and particularly when you're in a situation where you can't move house, like you, you can't actually change your house. Um, and this client actually was going to change her house, but she knew in her heart that she actually wanted she knew what the solution was she just hadn't quite articulated it that way she knew that even when she builds a bigger home she actually wants to
0: have only what she needs It's so good before I discovered minimalism and decluttering and I was an overly organized person like I had collections of like stickers in a box Labelled, knew exactly where it was, didn't need them. The whole thing got to go. Or I had my uni notes by year, by subject, all together. I did not need them. No, the container was not the problem. The stuff in the container was the problem. Yeah, and as you've correctly
1: identified, just because you've got a pretty container and you've got a label maker that gets overused <laughs> and used and and you knew exactly where it was, that's still not solving that no. fundamental issue
0: that you had too much stuff. So can we just agree that The foundation and underlying assumption of this episode is that you have decluttered first, that we understand containers are not going to solve your problem. We understand that. So one of the things I say to every potential, every client once they're booked is don't go and buy any containers before I come. Yes, me too. Don't do that because you're going to waste your money. Yes. Wait. And so we've decluttered, then we know what we need, we know what spaces we're using, and then we'll talk about storage solutions. So if we just have that as an assumption and an understanding of this episode, because we actually do want to talk to you about what containers are good and how you can use containers and what containers we use. Yes, and we are total
1: fans of containers. We think that they're, they're useful. In a lot of instances, they're necessary even. We're, yep. to- we're total fans
0: we need you to declutter first. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. And I mean, the the really good thing about decluttering first, just like you just said, Amy, is that then you can find the right solution to the what's remaining, rather than getting a box that a container that works really well. But then you end up decluttering everything out of that box and you don't need that box and what you've actually got left over is two pencils and it doesn't need a 50-litre <laughs> box from, from Bunnings to store the two pencils in.
0: That is a true fact. It's a true story. True story even.
1: <laughs> Not just a true fact, a true story.
0: I, um, one of the things that I personally grind up against and this is totally personal, you may not find the same problem, is when you go into someone's house who has tried to put a Band-Aid on the clutter problem by buying containers but never intentionally buying containers. It's like, oh, I need a container for this. And so they go out and just buy the first one they find, which doesn't then match the next one or the one after that or the one after that. And so when we go in, there's like 12 different types of containers with different Storage capacities, some have wheels, some don't, some stack, some don't, some have great lids, some are great quality, some are opaque, some are clear. And my little like, brain goes into total overload because, not because it just doesn't look good.
1: <laughs> I, know this. I know they this. they
0: don't stack. It's not easy to keep a whole lot of containers that aren't the same. Yes. And it doesn't look good. Yes. However. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> We
1: often say to repurpose what you do have. This is not an episode where we want you to go out and spend a fortune buying new containers necessarily. If you have issues like Amy does about <laughs> things needing to look. look. Yeah. And if it's not functional. Lots of my clients
0: feel the pain that I have and yeah, they'll no. go and spend
1: it and buy it. Oh, no, no, no. And, and it needs to be a functional issue though. Yeah, It needs to not Work for you 100%. Like, we are not here to tell you to spend hundreds of dollars on containers. We want you to be make intentional. Amy's laughing at me. We want you to make intentional, wise choices. And if that is repurposing what you have for the short to medium term, and then you save up for those new containers, then do that.
0: Yep. Agree or not? I agree. But I, also, no, but I also think that for some people the job isn't done until it looks done. Yeah. So if that's you, uh, look, a lot of if my clients. If you have the money, though. Yeah. Like if you have the money. Of course. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But everything is if you have the money.
1: No, but some people think their credit card is their money. Oh, no, don't do that.
0: Yeah, that's my point. <laughs> that's my point. So do you have particular containers you like to use Kirst? I do like what you have said that it uh,
1: to think about the purpose that you're using it for. So I'm going to steal with one of Amy's lines from her book. This is in her book. Go check it out. It's called Simply Organized. <laughs> you can find it on simplyorganized.net. <laughs> or on Amazon. Or on Amazon. And there's an audible version of it too. And Recorded right here in this studio. It sure is. Yeah. But Amy says, if storage isn't purposeful, functional and utilised, then it's not adding value to your home. And I absolutely love that, that it does have to be purposeful. It does have to be functional and you have to use it. Like use it and use it to its capacity. That doesn't mean going out and buying 15 hundred more pencils to fit in that Bunnings box.
0: (laughs) Please don't do that.
1: (laughs) It's about utilising it to the best of its ability. What do you got to say, Ames?
0: Yeah, I I agree. And I think when it comes to picking the solution, you want to actually give forethought to what containers. So I think let's talk about two different types of containers. Let's talk about like your plastic storage containers. And then let's talk about, Containers that are like a bookshelf that's a container of things, or your house built in is a container that's right, built in storage or a wardrobe. So, when it comes to storage, we recommend that your containers be a few different types of things, or that you think about these things when you're looking for a container, that they're stackable. So, if you're going to have more than one, do they stack well? Are they durable? My recommendation personally is to go as uniform as possible. I, the-
1: it's my recommendation too. <laughs> I just don't, I want you to repurpose if you can.
0: Yeah, whereas I'm like, donate the one that doesn't match and just get good ones that match. And that's okay. Different people, different th- different ways, different budgets, different preferences, it's all good. Yes. The reason that I recommend that you try and limit the different types of containers that you have is so that they can become multi-purpose around the house. For instance, I've got containers that I use, um, that I take to all my client jobs, the boot of my car is full of them. And the reason I use those is you can use them in the kitchen, the laundry for toys, in the garage, in bathrooms, you can use them anywhere. So the idea being, you don't need it in the pantry anymore, oh, look, I need it in the bathroom, rather than having that's the type I use in the pantry, and that's the type I use in the bathroom. So because as soon as you don't need it in the pantry, you've got no purpose for it. Yeah. Whereas I love love a container that can be, oh, we don't need to keep puzzles in there anymore, but we do need to keep the PS4 headset. Love it. Love that. Love that. You also want to decide if you want clear or opaque containers. And I think that that changes depending on whether you're keeping things that you want to be able to see quickly or not see quickly. So my tax paperwork, I don't want that to be clear. That's opaque. But the, I don't know, kind of toys. But toys
1: sometimes need to be opaque and sometimes need to be clear. Yeah, like so. Think about it. Yeah, especially like if you're rotating toys, then I like the idea of having the ones that are out of use in the opaque. In the opaque, so that little kids don't go, "Ah, I want that! I want that!" That's a good idea. Out of rotation, especially if it's, it's. if it's kept in a garage or in a shelf that is seen mm-hmm. because you're Every trying you to in. make them out of rotation.
0: Yep. That's a great idea. Oh, thanks. I've got some of them. <laughs> 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 Sometimes. Are you loving getting into decluttering and organising? Are you excited to get into different spaces in your house and to see the transformation that is possible? But are you also finding that there are some things that just aren't sticking that you're finding that you just don't have the routine or system to really hold you where you want to be? Well, Kirstie and I have developed the Out of Decluttering online course, which is an amazing six-module self-paced course with an interactive Facebook community. So if you want to go from overwhelmed to just nailing this decluttering thing, we would love you to join us. You just visit outofdecluttering.com.au forward slash course We have payment plans available. Access it today and see that transformation that you've been dreaming of. Have an organized home that stays organized for life. We cannot wait to see you.
1: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
0: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Win the course. So, tell me about what type of, of containers you have in your house? We have IKEA. I need the
1: IKEA. Can you? Yeah, which one? Get your Ikea on. Yep. The fabric boxes. Drones. Drones. I've got Droner. Droners, sorry. yeah. Droners. So we have them in the playroom. We have, we go against your rule in the pantry because we've got several different types of things in the pantry. <laughs> I know. We've got Veriera, or yep. however you say it, from yep. Ikea. So they're the opaque Boxes. Yep. They're open, open, handles on the sides. Yep. 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 So they're up the top of our pantry mm-hmm. for stuff that's not often used and for my tea. <laughs> and then we've got like Sistema for and um, I don't know, whatever else you get at Woolies and Coles for flowers and rice and mm-hmm. that. But we have variations of them. Because I wanted to send Amy into meltdown.
0: I'm surprised that Simon's okay with this, to be honest. Um, it comes down to money. Right. Like yeah. w- what we
1: needed at the time. Yep. Rather than we we weren't the type of couple that had a um, Tupperware party before we got married. To... Yeah, I totally did. Yeah, I know you did. And that's totally fine. Yeah, I'm just saying we weren't that type of couple.
0: <laughs> that type of couple.
1: Yeah, that type of couple. <laughs> and we also, um, we we both lived out of home before we uh, got yep. married. Yep. So we had we brought things to the party, mm. and we just haven't invested. If it in works for replacing you, replacing eh? it. Yeah, yeah. If it works. And then in the bathroom, we have Verriera again. And we do, in the garage, Simon has a lot of repurposing.
0: Yeah, okay. And that works? It works for him. He's awesome. totally fine with that. Awesome. And
1: he's the more caring one of mm, the two mm. about that. So if it works for him, it works for me.
0: Awesome. And I think, yeah, you've been the finger. Please. I am. Not that, not that finger. That finger.
1: I'm holding up my finger to say, oh, I've remembered something else. Yeah. We do have big, large storage tops in the roof, like 50 litre. Yeah lidded Mm -hmm. plastic lock not lockable but you know handles flip over the lids for um,
0: Christmas decorations and camping stuff up in the roof so I think that's another really important thing to think about when you're planning containers do you need to have lids and do the lids need to seal So the lids that I often use are lids that sit on top of an Ikea container, but they don't actually have a seal, which is great because kids can take them off without having to get adult help, but it's not great if you're keeping your flour in there. So, you know, (laughs) you really need to think, Do like the Veriera range that you and I both have in our pantries, that is an open container. The droners that we have in our cube storage, they're open containers, whereas the Sistema you're talking about or Tupperware, they're closed containers because you actually like airtight is important. Mm-hmm. And for ones in the roof or in the garage, you might want to think, well, is it going to get wet? Do I need to keep out dust? Like what do I need to do to keep what's in there good? Yeah.
1: What's and that that's that point.
0: Yeah, and that's why it's
1: great to think about the purpose for it because that will help determine what it is, what what solution mm. you need. Is it getting stored in the roof? Is it getting stored in the garage? It probably needs to – well, it depends on what it is that you're storing. So you know, kids' sports equipment probably doesn't need to have a lid on it. Because no. <laughs> no one's putting it back if it's got a lid on it. Yeah. And that's the other thing. What's really helpful for adults is different for what's helpful for children. We can easily manipulate lids off things
0: most of the time. Kids can't. Yeah. And I think that's important. Like, Then think, where's this container going to live? So I say to clients who are putting containers in their bathroom cupboards, for example, don't put a lid on it because the lid is the doors. You want to be able to open the doors and grab out of there. Similar to if you're keeping like your tiny teddies and muesli bars in a container in the pantry, you don't need a lid on that. They've got lids. They've got packets. So take the lid off. I've got no objection when people buy A product, if they don't need the lid, let the lid go. I'm totally okay with that, which is why I love... What about when they repurpose it? The lid?
1: They repurpose the box. Oh, right. The container.
0: Don't buy a container with a lid then because I buy from Ikea the Samla range, S-A-M-L-A, and you buy the lids separately. And that's what I love. And you buy the locks separately. So I have a boot full of them. And then if someone wants it for something in the bathroom, they buy it without the lid. And if someone wants it to keep toys in that they want a lid on, they buy the lid. It's so good. I love it. Can you tell I love it? No. No, didn't think don't so. Don't think the listeners can either. <laughs> I love a good container. But tell me, you and I had an interesting discussion the other day about labels. <laughs> Why don't you share with our community where we sit on labelers and labeling everything? I think if Amy could, I'd have
1: a label on my forehead just so she remembered my name because she's not great with visual recognition.
0: <laughs> Why have I not thought of that before?
1: <laughs> oh, you make me laugh. I know. You should see her eyes, people. She's all like, I totally would do I that. I would. I know. You should do that for every new person that you meet so you remember their name. Yeah, put a label on them. Put a head. label on them.
0: I carry a label maker with me most of the time, so that totally would be fine. Yeah.
1: See, I have (laughs) a label maker in my boot and I can use it. The other day at a client's, I went out and got it. I do use it. However, I'm not a labeler. I'm a visual person. (laughs) So I can see that the container has rice in it. I don't actually need a label on it to tell me that there's rice in it. I do have labels on self-raising flour and on plain flour, so I have labels on things that I need labels on but they it will do your head in Amy because they're not uniform
0: not even the labels are uniform
1: <laughs> well decor have got those like um those little slip things that you can
0: you write on and yes
1: you can write on it yeah. so it's all written in my handwriting so they're uniform because she's like, kill me now, people, kill yeah, me now. But
0: this is like, this is a, a, the things you wish you knew before you went into business partnership with someone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you would hate it because all my tea is labelled with my beautiful handwriting. So, but we, even Simon, who's more at your end of the scale, he doesn't even label things. Wow. So we're not a labelling house and i have yet to go into a client's home and knowing and not labeled something and that be the reason that they hate me (laughs) but But i don't know that maybe that's maybe that's why they haven't called me back because they hate me because i didn't label their stuff i'm more than happy to label something if people if that's what my clients prefer yeah if that works for them
0: I reckon I've only ever had one client that wasn't into labels and maybe it's because I'm projecting like my yes. intense love of labels onto people, but I label everything and it all has to be the same font size and it has to be the same this. I know. It has to be the I work that. with you.
1: I know. I love I, it. I have a business with you. Oh, I love it. And if something's
0: slightly out, redo. Redo. Yeah. Do you label shelves? If clients want me to for things like in a um, linen, linen cupboard. Often we'll put like queen sheets. So when the linen's out and someone's putting it back so there's actually an empty spot, they know where to put it. But for myself, when well, we don't have a linen cupboard, but I wouldn't label it if I knew where things were going for that. Yes. But if they were in a container, however? Yes, I would label it. So my kids have...
1: I would label a container that's in a linen cupboard.
0: Yes, yeah, so that, like, my kids have their linen in a drona, and it's in the top of their wardrobe and it says sheets and the next one says towels and... Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know which ones they are, but they're totally getting labelled.
1: Uh, yeah, and this is my question. Like, I go, well, if you know what it is...
0: Don't care.
1: Yeah, I know you don't.
0: I love the, the look, look how... of
1: labels. I hate the look of yeah, labels. Yeah, see,
0: this is why it's awesome because so ha-
1: I know, I actually hate... The look of white sticky tape with you know not it's not sticky tape but white, yeah, the white label i have i absolutely i'd go crazy on instagram looking at pretty pantry labels like give me pretty pantry labels i'm happy with pretty pantry labels for other people but dino you know whatever label maker
0: labels yeah. are ugly so pretty ugly It's so uniform ugly oh so ugly. we're going to put a poll in our facebook community this yes. week so jump over there we're going to go labels or no labels and you've got to vote oh. which one you're more i'm sure inclined everybody's
1: to go with. label i'm sure i'm just the normal one <laughs> <laughs>
0: So if you this week are like right into your decluttering and you're thinking, man, I love those girls. They're so different. They bring so much to the table that's just so unique. We would love to invite you to come over and join us on Patreon. So Patreon's our supporter community platform where you can come and support the show for as little as a dollar a month and that really helps us to hire the studio and bring our message out to people continue to grow in our decluttering so patreon.com forward slash the of decluttering come and join us and there's a secret episode kirst i know i recorded it (laughs) i was there i didn't label
1: it but i was (laughs) there (laughs) It is a secret episode that is different from our one on our website that you can just sign up and listen to. This one is just for Patreon supporters and
0: it is good. It's awesome. So become a Patreon supporter, get access to that free bonus episode. And we would love for you to come over to Facebook
1: community too and share what, not just if you're a label person or a not label person, but also your favorite containers and how you like to contain your stuff, because we would love to hear your tips and tricks as well. We are a community here. Awesome. I'm going to share a review from iTunes. And if you haven't left a review on iTunes, a good review. If you have yet to leave a five-star review on iTunes, <laughs> come on over to iTunes. If you listen on that platform, um, come on over and share a review there, or you can hop on our Facebook page and share a review over there as well. So this one is from Minty Mix, Minty Minx on iTunes. And it says, yesterday you both inspired me with your welcome podcast and the episodes on wardrobes. So that's where I started. Bags loaded in the car for the op shop. Looking forward to listening and working through the other episodes and areas of my home and life. Here's to a simpler life. Thank you.
0: Well, no, thank you, Minty Minx. <laughs> you sounded like the lady on the romper room. Do you remember that? Yeah. And I see this lady through the window and this boy through the window. <laughs> they never said my name. <laughs> she never." My name. she would have said Christy though. I uh, sorry, just wrote that in. Wound, yeah. <laughs> we are this week, was so you could come and cry because oh, Miss Jane never said my
1: name. <laughs>
0: I'll try and finish while Kirst sobs in the corner about that. Thank you for listening this week. We hope that, wow, I'm really having to push through here. We hope that you can come over, leave us an iTunes review and join Patreon. That's what we really want you to do this week. Come and be a supporter with us. Have a great week.
1: If you haven't, go and and Google romper room. Oh, yeah, if you don't know what it is. Because most people, a lot of people listening won't know what it is do a google search or a youtube search and see if she says your name which is looking in the mirror
0: <laughs> see ya bye thanks for joining us if you've learnt something awesome today we'd love you to leave us a review on itunes or facebook so others can find our podcast too
1: don't forget you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website artofdecluttering.com.au so if there's anything you want more info on
0: check it out there If you'd like to join our supporter community, you can do so over at patreon.com slash Decluttering. We hope you have a great rest of your day. And enjoy the freedom.